everyone. Welcome to the Holistic Birth Podcast, where we put the power in families' hands to have the safe, satisfying journey they deserve. My name is Allison. And I'm Bridget. We are two doulas who love bringing information along with inspiration to help you feel confident and powerful in your choices throughout the birthing year. We cover all topics around pregnancy, birth, and beyond. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome back to the Holistic Birth Podcast. This is episode number six, and today we are going to be talking about a birth as a spiritual rite of passage. Um, this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart, so I am very excited to talk about this today, as I think Allison is too. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we were just talking about how birth sometimes has maybe lost its meaning. We oftentimes, the movie scenes and the TV show series scenes of birth and pregnancy in general is just very, um, there's like all these stereotypes and assumptions and kind of like, it's obviously it's not always rainbows and butterflies and it's, but it's also not always miserable. So I feel like the meaning that it could potentially have has been maybe lost a little bit. Um, which is why we've been really excited to talk about it today because there are a lot of depths and a lot of transformative moments throughout the the journey. And um, I think that uh, it can be pretty, pretty intense for a lot of people and because there's a lot of different self-discovery and transformation, all that stuff, which we'll get into. But um, yeah, I think we're, we're really excited to talk about it today to be able to kind of like unpack um, a little bit more about what the meaning could be for the birth journey. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, um, you know, it's not for everybody. So for those of you that are really interested in, you know, getting more connected with yourselves and with your baby, it's definitely, um, this is a really good topic for you. So um, yeah, we're excited to get into it. So I actually really like to kind of um, talk about birth as a journey through a labyrinth. Um, anybody that's familiar with um, Pam England's books, Birthing from Within is actually one of them. And um, Labyrinth of Birth is another one of her books. Um, this one talks a lot more about, you know, creating the uh, your own labyrinth and then also meditations and rituals for your childbearing year. Really highly recommend this one. Um, along with her birthing from within. So um, my business is called um, Into the Labyrinth Birth Services. So I really was inspired by um, her books and, and naming my business. So it's really something that I um, feel is very like deep, deeply ancestral. And um, it's basically, you know, in there's different levels of going through this labyrinth and um, whether that's through your prenatal time or during birth even, and then also um, postpartum. So um, if, you know, those of you that aren't familiar with what a labyrinth is, it's basically walking, um, it's like a little maze essentially, and it's usually in circular shape. And, um, as you're walking through, it will take you, um, almost to the middle and then you start to make your way back out toward the edges. So a lot of people can relate to this, um, as their journey, cause they'll feel like they're making progress and doing really well. And then they kind of, you know, have some, um, something come up and they just can't, you know handle whatever it is or um you know it's just like making that journey back out to the edges and it can be really overwhelming and very intense at times um so yeah it's just like it is just walking a journey and you don't have to be on that journey by yourself you can have many people that are assisting you during that time too so 
Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, I there was Pam England's conference that she had in Manchester a few maybe like five years ago or something like that. And she talked a lot of that. Oh, my gosh. It was I would have loved that. It was fantastic. We are at like a local restaurant that has really good chicken chicken tenders. Um, but it was really inspiring because she was talking about her birth story medicine, um, like processing and, um, like healing kind of element that she was, um, starting to implement with, um, like people in training, trying to help people process their birth stories. But the way she was, um, kind of describing the labyrinth that day was the path is kind of there already. And we don't really know what it's going to unwind to be. And it feels like a maze. It does feel very Mm, confusing and like, where are we going? But you're just kind of like taking one step at a time and turning corners that are made for you and your baby and the path you're supposed to be on. And I think the way she was talking about it at that time was you're like on this weird, twisty kind of road inward to like, retrieve to like get your baby and then you kind of find yourself retracing your steps to like come back out of it yeah so like that was kind of cool I really like that's such a good analogy I'm really glad you you brought that up yeah yeah Mm -hmm. definitely and um she loves to use like labyrinths as like visualization um tools so like even um practicing for labor she has people like trace a labyrinth with their finger while they're holding like an ice cube or something like that just to help through the intensity of it Mm -hmm. um and it is very meditative and you know it's a real journey inwards so Mm -hmm. um I just find it like super symbolic and and really cool to to work with my clients with it and then just kind of talk about it in general so yeah yeah Yeah, that symbolism I think is I think people crave having that in their in not only their birth but their pregnancy their postpartum it can feel a little isolating sometimes depending on your support systems and stuff like that Um, a really great solution for kind of a a symbolic celebration Um, a lot of times we think of like a baby shower but I think the cooler thing is um, a mother blessing sometimes they're called blessing ways or you know there's other titles for them bless the mama or whatever it is Um, but mother blessings are a really fantastic way to get together with like an intimate group of people typically other women around you Uh, maybe your own children or something as well but it's a time of like ceremony and ritual and kind of falling into these stages of the ceremony of kind of like really it's just like circle work being able to step into this space with people where the depends on how woo woo you want to get with it you can open with prayer you can open with like a meditation whatever it might be uh, but you kind of call in the circle and then you um, have different activities throughout the whole um, ceremony that you are strategically trying to um, like make room for connection and um, like pampering and really just whatever is going to resonate with you and how you want to celebrate this journey. It could be your first baby or your sixth baby. Um, this would apply to really any um, any person. But really the idea is that you're implementing these these different pieces of the ceremony to help you feel like the like ultimately like just celebrated um so yeah I think some other examples would be like people could braid your hair you could get henna done like on your belly or um have like wear like a flower crown or light incense um listen to music um people could go around and tell um stories of like inspiration or give like affirmations 
Um, there's a really popular activity. Um, it's like with red thread, you, you, um, would pass this like thread around this yarn around the circle and everyone kind of ties it to their wrist and then they, um, either set an intention or something. Um, but everyone wears it until the birth and some people then will kind of set like a phone tree up or something to let their, their circle people know um like that you're in labor or that birth is imminent and um you could like have everyone light a candle for you so it can kind of feel um like you have that connection to your your tribe um to your village um to be able to also kind of propel yourself into that birth experience I think usually people do in the third trimester um but yeah I think ceremony is just very very powerful way to kind of reclaim that spiritual rite of passage yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and it's something I feel like society is lacking a lot is just like a sense of sisterhood and community Um, I think people are starting to figure it out and and there are more opportunities for women's circles and stuff like that Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah these things really create a lot of um, beautiful sacred sisterhood that is just really lacking and I'm just so passionate about that it's just so needed Mm -hmm. in this world Um, so yeah as far as ceremonies go Um, Another really um, beautiful ceremony is done in the postpartum time, and that's called the closing of the bones ceremony. Um, And that is, um, you know, different aspects to kind of look at it as is, you know, emotional and physical. Um, Emotional would be just like, you know, closing the the chapter of giving birth. Um, You know, a lot of women feel very like open and vulnerable after giving birth and, you know, their their pelvis is, you know, on a physical level, their pelvis is shifted and opened um, and they're just feeling kind of raw and vulnerable. So this um, ceremony is done with five rebozos and um, one is wrapped at the feet, um, the other one's wrapped at the knees and then there's the pelvis. Um, and then the shoulders and like the breast area and then the head. Um, so those areas are wrapped up. Um, usually it starts with like a massage first, um, just getting the body warm and just relaxing, um, you know, those muscles that have worked so hard for several months and are still working hard. Um, so yeah, just massaging those areas. Um, you know, sometimes there are going to be affirmations done at each point. Um, so at the feet, it's like, you know, thanking your feet for carrying you for, you know, this amount of time and just like thanking your body for really working so hard for, for so long. Um, and then, um, so yeah, each part is wrapped up really kind of tight. So it really is a very warming ceremony. And then after those points are wrapped, um, the whole body's wrapped with a, one big blanket. Um, and then the mother is at that point given time to kind of rest and rejuvenate. Um, you know, you can do things like lighting candles and having aromatherapy, um, playing music, things like mm-hmm. that. So, um, and this can be just done with one other person, or you can have like a ceremony around, um, the mother can talk about afterwards, like her birth experience, or if she mm-hmm. wants to talk about it before you can incorporate herbal baths. Um, you can just kind of make it your own and mm-hmm. whatever, you know, appeals to you. So that's another really nice ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. I know you, you had helped someone, um, you had, you really implemented the ceremony with her recently. Did, is there like an expected like length of time? Like how long does a ceremony like that last? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so it really kind of all depends again, it's, you know, whatever other, you know, modalities they want to use. Like if they want massage, usually it will take one to two hours. Um, or if they, you know, want to add an herbal bath on there, sometimes it'll take up to three. So it really just all depends. Like if they just want to be wrapped up and they don't really care too much about massage, it's less time. So it's usually like one to three hours. So, and then of course, if they take a nap afterwards or want to sleep, you know, I let, 
you know, my clients sleep as long as they mm-hmm. want to, if they need to, um, yeah. just to get that rest. So, mm-hmm. yeah. How, how do you handle that with, um, babies and feeding schedules and obviously all that's unpredictable sometimes. Yeah. How was yep. that? I know you, you literally just did one very recently. How yeah. did she handle, um, trying to feel like she could give herself that time, mm, um, yep. while still pretty like, you know, there's like all that attachment stuff that is part of the postpartum period in that fourth trimester. Um, how did that, all that get handled? Yeah, yeah. That's another awesome question. I was just thinking about it before you asked. <laughs> um, so um, it, again, it just depends on the situation. So, you know, if someone's um, just, you know, bottle feeding or if they're breastfeeding and bottle feeding, they can, you know, have a, her like her partner was was home. So he was able to take care of the baby and the baby actually slept through the whole process. So, um, you know, it's very thoughtful. Yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, but sometimes the baby can be present for the ceremony and just kind of be, you know, resting with with mom at the same time that that's totally fine too mm-hmm. um so yeah it just kind of all depends on on the situation um if they have a partner that can you know watch the baby while we're doing the, the whole process then that's good um I know feeding schedules are kind of wonky but you know mm-hmm. sometimes um you know baby will be resting for three hours so I'll give you that that amount of time that you need very again very thoughtful very considerate yeah yeah I know he was very considerate yeah <laughs> so do, do you find that there's an ideal time to try to implement that in your postpartum journey what's is there like a sweet spot for when to kind of seek out that specific ceremony yeah I usually say you know wait a, at least four weeks just to kind of get yourself like into implemented into a schedule at home and kind of like into a rhythm before you have you know make time to do something like this um but, you know, some people also recommend waiting six weeks, but it can be done any time. Um, and it even can be done years later if you want to. Um, mm-hmm. So and then another actually nice thing about um, this ceremony, too, is it can be done for someone that's had a pregnancy loss. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually can be really quite quite therapeutic for something like that so Mm. I really encourage people to to look into that if they've Mm. been through that so fantastic yeah yeah I feel like these because there's there there's a lot of um like structure but also not when you're pregnant and postpartum um the supports that are there the visits that you have with your providers like it's all there's just it's just nice to be able to have the meaning um applied with like a mother blessing or like a closing of the bones ceremony I feel like that really helps you to yeah like you had mentioned like another time like just getting kind of in tune or spiritually connected to your baby and your journey and um we talk about it a lot as as doulas it's way it's it's way more than just are you alive and healthy there's you deserve so much more that that is the bare minimum and our yeah. <laughs> our country does not we have significantly ridiculously high um maternal mortality rates especially for black women or people yeah. of color but yeah. um there's we could be doing a lot better um, yes Agreed. and I think one of the things is um we've kind of just gotten to the mindset of like you know someone has this wild birth story that just took them for a total ride and then the first thing people say back is like well, at least you're alive and healthy and well. And is baby okay? Okay, great. Like, like that's the only thing we care about. Obviously, we want you alive and healthy and well. Same right. thing with your baby. Yeah. We also want you to feel this multi-layered experience that you were seen and you felt heard and you were connected to the people around you, that your autonomy was respected, that your choice was really, like, amplified. Um 
we talk about it a lot in our um, in our course, um, the guide to out of hospital birth course. Um, but it's also, I mean, it's in a lot of our course content. But Maslow's hierarchy of need, like we have a whole handout on that in our course guide that we try to share with people. But it's we do focus a lot on the physiological needs. Um, you did you were you able to breathe and did you have food and water and like you know did you sleep it's it's so much more than that to to go up a layer of were you feeling safe you know was there personal security do you have resources like how was how were the things within your reach um another layer is the social needs you know did you feel a sense of friendship or sisterhood um did you feel like the intimacy or the family or um sense of connection was there and then even a layer deeper than that would be esteem needs. So did you feel respected? Was um, like your your strength recognized? Um, did you feel like you had freedom, especially freedom to choose, freedom to move? Um, and then um, really ultimately it could be a self-actualization experience where you're feeling like you were the most that you could be with what you had at the time. Um, but all of, all of those layers are you deserve them <laughs> you deserve Definitely. them to be part of your care <laughs> yeah. and part of your experience really along the whole way like it's not just about you know did you're out you made it out alive and like that is yeah it's so much more than that you deserve to feel you deserve to feel really satisfied and that might mean different things to different people um some people love privacy some people love having lots of hands like around and on them for a touch so some people have certain choices with where they want to give birth or what interventions they want or don't want um whether it's a vaginal birth cesarean birth VBAC, whatever it is like you you probably will have a very different view than other people that are in your circle or maybe they overlap but all it everyone deserves those layers of of what the journey can mean um because yeah you really go deep yeah yeah (laughs) absolutely yeah I love that you you brought that up because it's just so like it's such a amazingly sacred time like you're bringing another soul into this world and it shouldn't be taken lightly you know at all and it should be celebrated and honored um you know women are incredible creatures and we should be definitely you know we all deserve to be treated with respect and um to really get more than like you said like we deserve more than just you know the basics of food and water and those things like it goes way deeper than that so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Mm -hmm. totally yeah and it's yeah there's a lot of um external layers to it but there's a lot of internal layers yeah big time Mm -hmm. (laughs) big time huge transformational time you learn so much about yourself you're on like a total journey of self-discovery um you know I actually heard from a midwife that um at during pregnancy you're actually most able to heal like any sort of like past traumas or like you can really integrate like deep healing during pregnancy so I thought that was really interesting to to hear that um and it makes total sense because you know a lot of some of my clients have said like oh my gosh there's like this crazy stuff coming up around like traumas Mm. I've had or stuff that I need to work through in my family or you know like that didn't come up before and so they're really going on like a really in-depth journey just Mm -hmm. by by being pregnant so it's really it's amazing right yeah yeah there's um 
there's a lot of things that we're used to having control over in our lives. Yes. I know I'm a color-coded lady. <laughs> me, I like things. Me too. <laughs> I like things. La- I, yeah, you and I agree on that, right? Yeah. Like being organized and like being prepared and mm-hmm. like there's so much you can do to prepare for the birth experience, for your postpartum experience. But there's a lot that's really just, oh, you we can't, you can't possibly 100% prepare for every single layer yeah and that's kind of hard because especially if you're someone like me who likes to be prepared Mm -hmm. um it can feel like your all the choices that might come up or the different twists in the road it can feel like that fear of the unknown is like really uh Mm. daunting yeah but I think when you're there I don't know it's like when you think about that postpartum time frame birth is always like this hindsight thing in the moment you're like I don't know if this is early labor or not I don't know if these are just Braxton Hicks I don't know if what like there's a lot of unknown and it's always this retrospective like okay that was the actually the start of it and I didn't realize it until now I'm able to look back but it's like the the person that you end up being it's it's a different version of you and everyone's like get my body back and get myself back and it's like you're you're still there. You've been there. It's just you've now grown and transformed, like you said, into yeah. this whole new version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that deserves celebration. That deserves to be given time because, I mean, it took you nine months in theory to grow this little baby and your body made all kinds of adjustments for that baby and mm-hmm. um, ways that it grew with the baby. And now you do kind of deserve like a very generous time on the other side to take that time also to kind of walk that rite of passage because that's also its own that's its own story too yeah it's different all different seasons Mm -hmm. what you know I've heard people refer it to as a seasons and it is it's exactly exactly what it is Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah definitely good stuff very good yeah we do go into more depth about like spiritual rite of passage that birth can be um in our guide to out of hospital birth course which anyone can take maybe you're considering out of hospital birth or you are on that um journey now um but we definitely go into more depth about this um if you're curious about a little bit more of those uh layers but we do have like a discount code if you're interested. It's in the show notes. Um, if you're a listener of the podcast, you yeah. get 20% off. We like to pamper our listeners. Um, Definitely. But it's a really great course. And um, I think this episode um, I know is important to both of us, but it, I think it's important for other people to hear that it's okay to bring meaning and give yourself the time to give meaning um, to your your birth journey the whole year that it really can be. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure good cool yeah all right well thanks so much for listening and uh yeah we're excited to get into a next week topic so yeah check us out next week and yeah we'll see you then sounds take good. care bye-bye, bye-bye. That's it for this topic. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the show notes for any resources or links that we mentioned today. Make sure to subscribe and follow us on your preferred podcast platform and also be sure to give us a review. It really helps us grow and reach more people who could benefit from this info. Also check us out on YouTube and visit our blog where we have this podcast transcribed for you. We'd love to connect over social media too. And we're just an email away if you have any questions or if you want to request a topic to be covered. 
We hope this helps your mind, body, and soul in having the supported and holistic journey you are so deserving of. Embrace the power within you.